Coming up on this episode of the Mario Rosenstock podcast. And then there was another one, there was a fella told me years ago that he got the Bula Boss one night after being out. The Bula Boss? Yeah. Well, that's the, the clap, right? The clap. Oh. <laughs> so, as you might know, if you're a regular listener to the Ian Dempsey Breakfast Show on Today FM, one of my favourite characters to do on Gift Grub is Dahi O'Shea. I originally played him like a kind of a wild, feral, out-of-control carry man who nobody understands what he was saying, so it'd be like, you could take it a bit. Well, I was talking about there, and the back of the thing, and the rubbish there, and the carpet there, and the coming, scalp. And then later I added the English language to his vocabulary. So now he sort of talks like that as if he's been semi-controlled and all of that sort of stuff. Um, and uh, But I met Dahi in studio earlier this week, and he was in great form. Of course he is, because after a two-year hiatus, the Rosetrelli is back. It's been a couple of years since Dahi and I sat down together in front of the microphones. The last time was in the Sunday Roast studio in uh, Today FM. So there was a lot for us to catch up about and a lot of laughs to be had. It's funny, like, I often think of you when I'm up there, though. Do you? I do. No way! I might be looking at the Rose of Trillia and I'm passing through your mind. I'm I'm, I'm actually on stage going, "This, this is what Mario's doing. You seem to be comfortable around women and seem to have that nice level of curiosity as well. Ah, yeah. Well, yeah. Like, so you have to be a bit of a flirt as well. Yeah. You know, and like. Or a little bit of mischief. A bit of mischief, yeah. but at the same time, harmless though. Mm. You know, I'm not a threat to <laughs> anyone. Great. I love, you know, I love like, being described yourself as that. I'm, just, like, so I'm harmless, I'm, like. But I'm not a threat to I'm any, not a threat to I'm anybody, Your Honor. Where you go. But geez, I'll never forget, he reenacted. The scene from Deliverance. Yes. The scene from Deliverance. Squeal like a pig. He was roaring. He was roaring at the ground in front of us as part of the interview. Was he? This was, at the end, I, I spoke to him for about an hour and a half, and at the end, I, I said, Boss, what colour jocks are you wearing? Because I've asked you everything else. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, the Kerry fella tell you exactly what happened. There's a kick in the hole coming right after yeah. it. Like, and yeah. I remember watching Michael one time. He was, I think, pretty sure it was on the Little Age, and somebody asked him a question. And his answer was, I pity your mother and father who worked so hard sending you to college. <laughs> Jesus Christ almighty like so that, That's a take down, That was yeah. the start of it Full disclosure here I am pretty friendly with Dahi And he's been a great um, supporter of mine through the years And uh, hopefully uh, uh, reciprocated by me My full chat with Dahi coming up very shortly But Dahi isn't the only one obsessed with the Rosal Tralee this week No, no, no Lots of my podcast friends are too Including uh, Vogue and Joanne In my therapist ghosted me Hey, Joanne! Yeah? Have you seen this Rosa Tralee thing is back? I fucking love the Rosa Tralee. What? Your man, the fucking muck savage. I'm loving him. Who? Your man, Dolly O'Shea. He's a complete fucking ride bag. No way. You think? Totes way, Vogie. The guy does 33 women in two nights. He must be hung like a fucking donkey. Well, he doesn't actually like... I'd say he's like one of those fucking pneumatic drills. Do, 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 do. You know it's demeaning for women. They make them do party pieces and all. Come here, I wouldn't mind showing Dolly O'Shea my fucking party piece. <laughs> <laughs> they make them read poetry and stuff. Anyone can do a fucking poem, Joe Fogey. What about this? You've a poem? Yeah. To the Rosa Tralee I applied. <laughs> Onto the stage I did glide. Cool. I thought I was fine, but after two bottles of white wine, I asked Dahi O'Shea for the ride. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> not only Vogue and Joanne are interested in the Rosa Tralee, but believe it or not, Eamon Dunphy's The Stand also got involved. 
Hello, you're listening to The Stand with Eamon Dunphy. Now, the Rose of Tralee contest is about to get underway, eagerly anticipated. And I'm joined by Ireland's foremost beauty pageant expert, John Giles. Hi, John. Hi, Eamon. John, a fascinating competition in prospect. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, Eamon. 33 outstanding females. Yes. Uh, who do you fancy, John? It's difficult to pick one, Eamon. They're all come out no. of their semi-finals, so they're all brilliant competitors in their own right, yeah. Eamon, as, as If I held a gun to your head, John Giles, and asked you to pick a rose... I like the look of the Limerick rose, Eamon. Yes. Yeah. Why Limerick, John? Done a bit of occupational therapy, Eamon. Bit of teaching, loves kids. You know, she walks on her hands, Eamon, and so it's a great impression of a dolphin. Yes, yes. A dolphin. Yes. Yeah. She's yeah. in a difficult yeah. group, though, John. Yeah. Uh, Dublin, Cork... Limerick, Galway Roses, all come out after each other, John. Yeah, they're calling it the group of death, Eamon. I think a lot of it will depend on the lad in the middle, Eamon. Yes, Dahi O'Shea. Yeah, if he, lo- if, he, if he lets them get on with it, Eamon, and keeps it flowing, then the best Rose yes. will win, in my opinion, Eamon. Yes. Looking forward to some incredible party pieces as well, John. Well, party pieces are all very well, Eamon, but you've got to do the basics yes. as well, you know. Got to get the dress right, Eamon, you know. You don't want to look like yes. you're going to your yes. Debs. That's, that, that's always... Yeah, no, no, that, that's always fatal. Yeah, it's always it's, 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 it's go wrong there, Eamon. You can go wrong very easily. Yes, well, very easily. that's it. Thank you, John. The first of two legs is on on Monday. Catch John's exclusive analysis on the stand of all 33 roses. Take it easy, folks. <laughs> and they won't have long to wait as the show airs on RTE this Monday and Tuesday evening. Looking forward to John Giles' analysis especially. Brand new and exclusive comedy every week here on the Mario Rosenstock podcast. Please subscribe, follow, and if you do one thing for me, tell a friend. Um, also, you can email me, mariorosenstock at gmail.com. I read them all and I get back to about 95% of them. So let's get to the main man. We started with the obvious topic, uh, the elephant in the room, the Rose of Tralee, of course. But maybe not in the obvious place. So the first thing, I mean, you looked, I mean, you, you do look really svelte, yeah. Dottie. Thank you. Really svelte. Yeah. I mean, a slimmer than, I know you work like a whore at this every yeah. year. Well, every third year now. Yeah, I know oh, we're back to every year, hopefully. After this again. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to become like the World Cup. I couldn't, no, no. So like every four years, the Rose of Chile. Three well, years of COVID and one year of Rose. See, the problem is like... Don't put on your headphones. I had these um, compounded COVID pounds for three years. Yeah. And so I had to get rid of them all. I, I, as you know, I do it every year. I How many pounds are you down now? I'm around 20, 21. Yeah. But it, it took me around three or four months to do it, though. Oh, right. So I, I did it properly this time because I had all these kind of gimmicky things before with sauna suits and like I was dropping a few pounds at Well, a actually, time. yeah, just because some of our listeners won't yeah. know what that is. I saw, burst my whole laughing when I heard this, first of all, Dahi. Well, I, I saw the, You suit, called it a fat suit. It's a fat suit because, yeah, I suppose <laughs> <laughs> it did what it says in the tin, I suppose. <laughs> But yeah, it was it was a, it was a sauna suit. So basically, it's it's like a wetsuit. You put it on, you put your togs on over, and you go out walking. Yeah. But like, you start sweating straight away. Yeah. So and all of a sudden, there's there's sweat going into your socks, and you're only out by the door, like. <laughs> but and you look guilty all the time. You look guilty. You, well, you look f- f- sweaty. Right. Yeah. But the thing about it is, like, so you're supposed to drink a load of water. But of course, yeah. I didn't read the manual at all. So right. I woke up the first morning after using it. Couldn't you're go up my eyes. Oh, sure, I was sure I was stuck together, like. You know? Yeah. So it's dangerous. So you need to drink a lot of water if you're using it. So, yeah. But I was dropping a good few. Pounds every day. Yeah, so it worked with the saunas. It worked, but like say, but that'll only get the initial thing off. Like, and you can we just, just matter of yeah. interest, where would you get this? Like online, online. Yeah, put in right. dot <laughs> 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 
I'm Don't selling them. I'm selling them. I'm not only joking. Yeah. And, and, and is it called fat suit? No, it's not. It's, uh, they should it's call called it a sauna suit. They should. A sauna suit. I know everything's. No. And I mean, then there's gut busters. These are the other things that I should wrap well, around. Well, that, I mean, okay. that's okay. made me laugh out loud okay. as well when you yeah. told me that. A um, gut buster. Yeah. So the, the, the sauna suit was working. And how much would they cost you like? Well, I think they cost around 20 bucks, 30 bucks. Oh, really? Yeah, they're not that expensive, really. Right. Yeah, but. Um, and do you have to wash it then? Well, you can hold it down outside. <laughs> no, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, it's all sweat like. Yeah, but that's you couldn't really wear that again until you washed it. Yeah, you definitely leave it dry out anyway, as I found out. <laughs> and, and it would go all crusty with your dre- sweat. Oh, that's what the hosing outside kind of dealt with. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, you lost me. So, in other words, the thing would harden up and you go. Know, you take cement. You, you take it off outside, right? And yeah. you hose it outside. Oh, you actually oh, hose it. I thought it you were like, using it. No, no, you can leave carry it expression. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> oh, so, so actually, you would hose it down like an uh, industrial you would, you'd hose. Wash it like, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, where would you put it back in the house? Oh no, you'd leave it dry outside. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this thing sounds like it doesn't come into the house at all. It's like the dog is not allowed into the yeah, house. Yeah, so Rita wouldn't be having any of this fat. No, 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 not at all, not at all. And is it a fat suit for males? Well, it's, yeah, I think you can get female ones as well. Right. But um, I, I used one year, mm. but I decided this year to do it properly and actually to go to the gym and to start eating properly as well. But to be fair, like back in 2019, the last time we had the Rose at Tralee, I went about losing weight to look well and feel better and everything. And I decided I, I can't keep going up and down because it's bad for you. You can't keep going up and down and weight because it's not good for you. So I decided to start going to the gym. And I did in September, October, November, December, January, February, March. Pandemic hit, gyms closed. Mm. We were still traveling up and down to Cork. Thankfully, we were still working and there was no place open for food. So all you were doing then was getting takeaways all the time. So that kind of went on. No, that wasn't huge or anything, but I, no. I, I could put on 20 pounds. And easy. Easy. Yeah, because yeah. you see you're tall as well. Like, so you're six I'm tall, foot. I can take it. I'm 6'2". Oh, yeah. And you, like I sit in the car for four hours a day. Yeah. And if I'm not sitting in the car, I'm sitting in the studio. And if I'm not sitting and in the car... And you're the kind of person who could, because you're 6'2", you can put on a fair bit of yeah. weight and you can kind of cover it. I can cover it. Yeah. And like uh, the, the, the shorts I'd wear in September and the shorts I'd wear in May would be two different sizes. Like. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, are you the kind of person that would throw out some of your oversized clothes when you get slim? No. No, oh, you, no, no, no. Oh, so you're sort of psychologically case, going, I'll be back to you in a while. Baby. <laughs> so you're there like, the fat suit will be back. Uh, no, I, no, I, I parked at the fat suit. I was kind of, yeah. it, it was just like... No, saying, no, I'm saying, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not pinning this fat suit to you. <laughs> will I bring the fat suit no, with me no, the next no. time for you? What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, I'd be the kind of person now that, you see, I'd be the kind of person if I lost, if I, if I got down to my ideal weight, yeah. I'd be going into my wardrobe and I'd be throwing out all the clothes I had going I'm never going there I again probably, I probably yeah. did that the first year yeah but um, no I still have my my April May shorts but then that was, see, see on TV because I'm sitting down if I was standing up I, I'd get away with it a lot more because I, we sit down at the Today Show yeah. I was wearing waistcoats now there was yeah. one or two days that there was a big slit up the back of the of the waistcoat yeah. just to leave the scope out like yeah. you know what yeah. I mean yeah. 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 but like outside of it's a bit like the thing of, of, of what was it the Christmas dinner where you 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 kind of undo the button, but yeah. you pull over the belt yeah. to make it look <laughs> no, like you're still no, wearing a that's button. That's the whole thing. <laughs> there, <laughs> but, there's a but, bit of that in it. And the other one was, this other secret that you had was the corset. Yes. Tell us about that one. Well, again, I sit down all the time on the Today Show mm. and like say, there's nothing worse than having your belly bulge out on TV. Mm. So I got, I, it wasn't really a corset to be honest. It was more mm. like a slimming vest shall we say right it's a corset <laughs> it's not a corset a corset you have to put your leg up on somebody's back and pull strings like this like. right so it was a slimming vest Mario okay you put it on yourself put it on myself and would that get sweaty as well or I get it, <laughs> it does it does it's filthy but it'd have to be hosed down a, no but you like say it's like a t-shirt you change yeah. it every day 
Did you ever go? Sorry, I'm going to finish this conversation <laughs> a second. Did you ever go corset and fat suit on the oh, same Jesus, day? Oh, Jesus, no, Jesus, yeah. kill yourself. <laughs> Not at all. No, 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 no. Then get hosed down. Get hosed down, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Well, listen, um, the reason that's the beginning of our conversation, you're looking absolutely fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. firm as well, like, so uh, I was wondering, were you doing weights or anything? No, not doing any weights, but I, I'd been doing a bit of rowing in the gym before. Uh, I went on the road. I've been on the road for the last month to make a mm. long story short. But whatever about the waiting, right? And whatever mm. about looking well, that's one part of it. But the feeling well is, 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 is where it is for me. Because like, I can look in, I look in the mirror today and I look in the mirror 20 pounds ago and I wouldn't really see a huge difference. Mm. Like, I'd notice a difference, but in, in, inside in the head, it wouldn't, it's not, that, it's, not, mm. it's not about that for me. It's about feeling well. Like, I have more energy. I'm yeah. happier. Yeah. I, don't even, I won't even say happier, just kind of, I, I take things in my stride more yeah. easily because I'm, because I'm sleeping better. You're yeah. pooping better. You're doing everything yeah. better when, yeah. you're, when you're just uh, the right size. This pooping like. thing now is a science. Have you seen this? No. Pooping. So there's, poop, there's a science in pooping and people analyze your stools and everything and online <laughs> and they go the way you, your ideal poop and I'm only making this up. Sorry. So no, your ideal poop, what your poop should be, what if yeah. it's like this and the, the sort of the, 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 the what is it, the, the texture of it? Yeah, and all this sort of stuff, and they analyze it and everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, that, that's my online life. Anyway, Dahi, I'm really sorry. Listen, so feeling good, feeling good, yeah, feeling good, feeling full of energy and ready to go. And we're about to this. This episode is going out, of course, just before the Rose of yeah. Chile, and uh, the first time in three years, isn't it? Yeah, we haven't been uh, in Chile properly since 19. I was down there in 2020 doing a just piece of the camera, just as a look back on the first 10 years that I presented the Rose of Chile because we didn't have a festival in 2020. So it was the first time I suppose I was down in the town and got to meet the people and got to see what they really thought of the roads actually and when it wasn't there as well and how much they missed it. So we were gearing up then for the October bank holiday weekend saying things might change, nothing changed. So you're going into 2021 thinking hopefully we're coming back now. It wasn't happening. Numbers were high. So again, we were looking at the October bank holiday weekend for a kind of a weekend festival. So that didn't happen. So then we come into 2022 and thankfully we're here now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And in a new venue? Yeah, it's in a new venue. It's in the uh, university in Tralee. Right. The Munster University in Tralee. This is a big change. It's a big change, but at the same time, for people watching the TV show at home, it's going to be the same thing. Right. Uh, 2,000 people inside there, same full on stage, mm. uh, sparkly lights, everything. So really, yeah, it's going to a new home, mm. but the inside will be the same. Yeah, yeah. And you're ready. Ready to rock and roll, yeah. like a coil spring. <laughs> boogie nights. <laughs> All right. It always reminds me of boogie nights. Thomas, Thomas Anderson or Paul Anderson. I'm ready to rock. Ready to rock. Yeah. And uh, do you ever think to yourself, do you ever have a sweaty night where you wake up again and you think to yourself, Jesus Christ, it's been three years since I talked to 33 women. Uh, am I ready for this or what? Because, you know, and now you're going to, you've given up talking to the women and now you're going to talk to the women. That's it. Yeah, yeah, but listen, I suppose listen, we were looking with the Today Show. Do you do we, any we, training for it? For talking? Not at all. No. No, do you do any training for talking to a bunch of women? Not a, not, well, see, the main thing is just, just to get to know them. That's yeah, the whole thing. I know, like. I know. And once they're happy on stage, I'm happy on stage. Yeah. And uh, listen, I, I encourage people with poems, particularly with cats in them. <laughs> That's a reference to a live thing yeah, I did on stage yeah, yeah. about Dahi. And uh, so, yeah, and it, it's funny, like, I often think of you when I'm up there, though. Do you? I do. No way! Honestly, it, it I could, might be looking at the Rose of Trillia and you're, I'm passing through your mind. I'm, I'm, I'm actually on stage going, this, this is what Mario's doing, because something will always trigger <laughs> something off, like, you know, for example, like a poem. Once yeah. I hear, there's a poem this year, and we were in a meeting the last time, a poem, Mario Rose stuck. I said, this it just stuff came in. comes into my head, take it. This, this is what he feeds, this is what he feeds off. I you know. know. But it's, it's, it's 
it's I, listen. The fact that you're taking the piss out of it, yeah. Father Ted taking the piss out of it, is brilliant. I know. Yeah, I see it as, yeah. I see it as a very positive thing. Well, I, I, I mean, it's just taking the piss is very funny because um, you you're one of the you're one of the people that takes to it that that really has been so nice about it over the yeah. years. The whole piss taking thing that Ian Dempsey and yeah. and, <laughs> and I facilitated through Ian's yeah. show to do it about you, and you were always really warm about it from the very beginning and. I mean, I, some of the things we've done, I don't know if you could get angry about them, but yeah. they've been quite bizarre, like some of the things we've done. We've, <laughs> I think I remember the ones, that we've done loads of different sketches on you of Rosa Tralee. One of the yeah. ones I remember is where it's just before the Rosa Tralee and there's a load of dahi catchers who go out onto a mountain <laughs> uh, because they, the idea is that dahi is feral yeah. and has gone mad. His, his beard has grown, his huge belly, yeah. and he's running wild somewhere in the mountains of Kerry and they have to send out these dahi catchers. <laughs> and there he is in the distance and like... <laughs> And he's just a, like a wild animal, like untamed, you know, like yeah. castaway yeah. Uh, thing. And they have to trap you and put you in a cage. <laughs> and then they have to shear you. And <laughs> shear you down. And then they have to reteach you the English language. Oh and then there was another Rosa Tralee we did where uh, basically they had a buzzer on you. Uh, <laughs> And uh, this is for the political correctness world. And you're there. Well, girl. Oh. No, you can't say that. You can't say girl. Hello, human being. How are you today? Well, I, I'm fine. Jesus, you have a lovely. Can't say that either. Dahi. So uh, you've been very nice about it. But listen, like, say, I remember the first time that I heard that you that you that you took me off. Like, I, like, I was actually said to myself, I said, Jesus, man, you're doing something right here. Oh, That's yeah. what I said to myself. It was a badge of honor. Oh. And then there was, the people were saying to me, "They're doing it." I said, "I said, why wouldn't they?" Thinking yeah. this is the coolest thing ever. Lad. Yeah. Which is they're taking the piss out of you. Like. Yeah, yeah. But it's good. Like, but sure, I, I know you guys as well for a long time, which is the other side of it. Like. Yeah. For the listeners who don't yeah, know, there was, the, yeah. we got to know each other a little bit, and I remember you're referring to something that we did on tour, and I remember I have to repeat that story back because mm-hmm. I remember being in a, in a Limerick or Galway, I think it was. It was in Galway. I was in the Radisson, and uh, I in this first show I was doing, I came on stage as Dahi O'Shea in my. Uh, uh, talks and I do the Rose of Tralee and I take somebody out of the audience who doesn't know they're coming out of the audience <laughs> and she becomes the Rose of Tralee and she doesn't know what's happening and I throw things into her hand I pull a poem out of my thing and I go this is the poem you wrote read it Milky. out she has to read it out Milky the cat but Milky the cat and every night it was the same poem and a different girl and they wouldn't know what's happening and then one night uh, you called us and said I'm actually in town or whatever and I was like oh geez, you want to come up and join us and I came out onto stage uh, in Galway and you came out in your in your tux and everything uh, in, t- in in Galway and we called, uh, up, we, we, was, called, we called for the sash. Do you remember? Can we get the sash out here? And I brought the sash out and stayed. Brought the sash out and stayed. And there was two dahi O'Shea's and one girl. <laughs> and he started to call it the dahi sandwich. And, uh, and then the other time I remember was down in Killarney, and the yeah. place nearly the roof nearly came yeah. off when they saw you. And of course, this is a great trivia too. The same happened to Ronan O'Gara in yeah, Cork. Yeah. The roof comes off yeah, these places. Yeah, same yeah. happened to Paul O'Connell in Limerick. Yeah. And the place came off um, the roof uh, yeah. in Limerick when, when they saw their local hero uh, uh, coming on. So it's been brilliant and, and it's been brilliant getting to know you over the years yeah. uh, and, uh, and all that sort of stuff. So the Rose, it's three years now. So mm. uh, like, tell us about, just, just, just to clear this up now about, about the, the, um, the, the, the culture politics politics yeah. culture culture wars politics about this thing who what is the official stance now in the Rose of Tralee about uh, who can enter and who can't um, or not just to say who can't who can't I, sp- I, suppose, the, I suppose the newcomers if mm. you like the, yeah the, the rules were changed so that married women could be in the Rose of Tralee married women married women yeah. so th- do we know if there will be any married women um, in this year's Rose I 
Do you know yet? I don't think so. Yeah. No. See, a few years ago... Because it changes the conversation. It changes the conversation. Then uh, you can uh, you can be a trans woman in the Rose of Trelina. Yeah. So, well, I'm back to married yeah. women for a second. Yeah. So that would take away the escorts, for starters. Oh, well, you can still have one, like. <laughs> <laughs> a little page boy, which if you yeah, want. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so married women are allowed to enter the yeah. Rose of Trelina. A few years ago, you could have a, a child and be in the Rose of Trelina. Right. That's, so that was a, that a was newcomer. That was about 10 years ago, that's, I think. Right. And again, it's, it's just... Did I read somewhere about... Um, the qualifications now are, are are going through the roof. Like people with triple, triple professorships. Uh, it's, like, it's always I, been like, like that. I, I, I look at the interviews, going, "Jesus, there I am with my little BA, mm. thinking, whoa, yeah. the BA never looked as small." Yeah, like the current rows of Trilly, she's a doctor, and like say you have engineers, you have everything there. The MA seems to be the minimum thing now. MA. MA. So it seems to be, it, it seems to attract high achievers it, generally, it, it, doesn't it? It certainly does. And again, I, I think it's a good yardstick of, mm. of it's a good measure of what Irish women are doing say, mm. in 2022. So for example, if you went back to 1982, mm. you, I'd imagine you would have had, you've had a lot of teachers, nurses, uh, Gardaí and so on and so forth. Mm. But uh in 2020, say 2019, you'd engineers, you'd doctors, you'd mm. occupational therapists, mm. uh, you'd teachers, you'd nurses as well, and everything else. And it just shows what women are doing, I think. And then, for example, if you look at the education side, if you go back to the 1982 show, yeah. what the level of education they had compared to the level of education they had now. Also, back to 1982, the amount of travel they had done, if they were travelling back then, it's a good chance they were going on immigration. The travel they do now, they've gone around the world three or four times. Yeah. So again, it's a good picture of what's it. happening. That's, that's what I think anyway. That's yeah, what I it's think. A snapshot it's of, a snapshot of what's happening. And it's, it's, a, and very, it's, a, very snapshot, it's a snapshot in the sense of, this, of the, the, I suppose, the social and economic yeah. progress that pl- Ireland has edu- made. The educational. Mm. The, like, say, for example, like, as I was saying this year, MA seems to be the kind of yeah. the bottom rung on the ladder, like, yeah, which shoves yeah, me yeah. off it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but again, yeah. go back to 1981, you probably had BAs and BEDs and, and, and whatever. Yeah. But um, it, again, it's just a reflection of what's been happening. And then moving on to what you alluded to there, trans women yeah. are, are no problem for them to be involved. No, no problem once you identify as a woman. Mm. So that's... So, so a trans woman. A trans woman, yeah. yeah. So a, a so, man who was biologically, yeah. a person who was yeah. biologically yeah. Assigned, assigned a gender of a man at birth yeah. and now is a woman, yeah. that's if, the if you like. Like... <clears throat> I think it's again it's ref- it's reflective of what's happening in society at the moment it's just shows it is. as society we should be more we should be inclusive bringing people together and the role of the tree sh- should reflect that and that's why that changed I think as well it, like to be fair I don't think there was ever a rule saying if you're a trans woman you cannot be in the road of three. <laughs> no, they never you, left but you, them ha- out. you have to flip it around like I said hang on yeah you, you can and oh but they're all up in arms well nobody ever said like yeah, like there could have been a trans uh, woman on the Rose of Tralee, but never told us. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. So, but the fact is that there was a statement made: "You're welcome to come mm. to the Rose of Tralee." I think that's a very positive. Statement. You've now changed my entire 1970s and 80s with Gay Byrne now. <laughs> uh, hello there, my friend, my good friend. Who are you, and what do you do? Your name is Francis, is it? Yeah. Well, 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 well. With an that, irony that, that puts us in a little bit of a quandary, my loving. A little bit of a quandary in. Indeed. Well done to you. Well done to you. Who was your favourite other? Or actually, I'm, I'm not going to ask you any difficult questions. Mm-hmm. Are not difficult, but I'm not going to ask you any um, questions that would make you that would make you 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 cringe or crawl. So I'll put it to you another way. Which if which 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 rose other rose of Tralee presenter did you like best? <laughs> what round? How was that a round by the way? <laughs> well, because I could have said uh, I could have said. Was your least favourite? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I liked Ray Darcy doing it. Did you? I really, I did. And I was, I was involved in it at that time because I was a judge of the Rose of Tralee that yeah. time. Um, Marty Whelan. 
Marty was there for six years. Yeah. And I thought he was really, really good. The Gay Bourne years were probably before my time. Yeah. So I don't really remember any of them. Yeah. Uh, Derek Davis was there for a yeah. year. Don't remember that. Remember bits of Marty Wheel and Ryan yeah. was there and uh, D- Derek Davis. Derek, Derek Davis. Davis, yeah. And was was there a sub one at one year? He was the sub for Who? Gay one year, Derek Davis. Derek Davis. Yeah. I think yeah he was definitely there one year and Marty was there six Marty Whelan see I like Marty I like Marty Whelan's style of interview do you know who didn't do it who Pat Kenny Pat Kenny didn't do it yeah yeah. he's the kind of odd one out isn't he yeah you would have do you know what I mean yeah 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 yeah, but uh, listen to get like to get to, to be in that kind of realm when it comes to presenters is always great. Like as well, but the thing about because I remember when I got the gig first, they're all talking about oh, you know, your Gabo had the gig and everything. That kind of pressure is kind of coming on. now will you be up for it? And I'm thinking, don't mind those lads. Mary Kennedy sit in the front row yeah. as the judge, right? Mm. And I'd have Mary Kennedy up there, yeah, male or female, one of the one of my favorite presenters, presenters of all time. Right. So don't mind Gay and the rest of them. Look, right. who I'm, look, who, look who I'm walking out to. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And yeah. you know, there are people who listen to this podcast live when we're going out. Yeah, they, like it's going. They're they're in their cars and stuff. Oh, yeah. Now. So, so Ray Darcy's actually on the line. Oh, good. Oh, so good say hello Ray. to him. Hey, Ray, how are you? I really liked you doing the Rose of Tralee. <laughs> you're th- joking? No, I swear to God, I thought you were fantastic. Okay, sorry. No, I didn't mean to say that. No, you wouldn't take the piss. Okay. Um, <laughs> well done. Well done. Um, I remember all the names of all the roses. Do you? Yeah, all of them. All five years. All five years. That's five by thirty-two. That's one hundred and sixty. Sixty roses. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, what's do you? The first one? Well, Annabelle. I have Mary. <laughs> Annabelle began with A. So I would stay for him. So do you remember? Do you remember? Do you remember all the names? Not at all. No. 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 I can't no, do it. Right. No, you no, have me there. No. 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 You see, you don't. You see, you don't. You don't. You don't. You don't. You see, you haven't worked hard enough. Ooh. You haven't worked hard enough. No need for that, Norway. No, no. Well done, though. You're looking well. Thanks. Looking well. Yeah. Nice and flat stomach. Thank you. Doing plenty of running. <laughs> Eating plenty of hake. You taking your porridge? Has to be done. You taking your porridge in the morning? Is it a porridge in the morning? It is. I never wore a fat suit myself. Didn't have to. No, no, I didn't have to. <laughs> See, I lost, I, well lost done. Your, I lost your whole weight. No, you lost my whole body weight. I'm only 26 in pounds. I'm 26. You lost a ray. I lost a ray. You lost a ray. Two rays. By God. Lost a, O'Shea lost a ray. <sighs> <laughs> well done Jesus thanks Ray Jesus. thanks Ray, that, that, Ray. That's, brilliant. Brilliant, that's brilliant 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 and come here do you know what I wanted to ask you I never asked you this before like obviously you've done Dahi Route 66 yeah. and everything and some great stories mm-hmm. there and, and uh, around America which by the way you can you can jump in if, you, if anything jumps out of, uh, to you about your journeys through America yeah. about stuff that really kind of blew you away or anything yeah. at any stage but um, and, and uh, obviously TG4 and, and the, the, the Today Show the Today Show runs the best of during the summer. Yeah. I've never seen a man eating so much in my life <laughs> because every day they have the show repeated, but they just pick any bloody bit of the show to repeat. <laughs> so you might go to a break and it's like, well, what are we eating here now? <laughs> it's like a, de- a lovely salmon roulade. Then they'll go to a break and you're coming back. Well, what am I eating now? <laughs> you have about five meals during the Today Show. And then you come in here looking like a rake. Um, but you do all this television. But yeah. you know what? Do you know what you don't do? What? Radio. No, never done any Why radio. Why not? I, do, I haven't been asked. It's yeah. as simple as that. Um, I've, I, I was asked to do the Today Show. Been doing the Today Show for so long. The Rose mm. of Trillian. Nobody actually said, would you, ever, would, would you ever like to do a radio show? Yeah. And uh, that's why. Simple as that. Mm. If somebody came to me with a good idea to do radio show, I'd love to. Knowing you a little bit, yeah. I would think you like a radio. Yeah, I think so. And, yeah. and you like the concept of radio because yeah. it, it's very ideas driven. Yeah. And you'd like to get into the, the whole crack of what do we come up with today? Yeah, again, and, and it's about people as well. And mm. it's, again, it's more than about speaking, it's about listening. And that's one of the skills that I think some presenters don't have. Mm. They'll 
do an intro and you may as well turn around and say, thanks for coming. Oh, yeah. We'll see you later. As opposed to one or two sentences. No, you tell me about it and sit yeah. back and listen. Like, yeah, yeah. And just be ready for someone else to pull the trigger. Yeah. And I think radio is very, very like that. It, it is. And well, radio, I mean, you're right about radio about that, but radio attracts, like television it attracts, yeah. it tends to attract fairly big egos. Yeah. And fairly big egos often make the very big mistake of wanting to hear themselves yeah, talking rather it, than listening. Yeah. yeah, I have no interest in listening to myself. I don't think yeah. I've ever seen myself on television. Oh, yeah, you don't well, watch I probably, it. I probably have seen myself. Yeah, but you don't, you don't. No, yeah. no, no. So you wouldn't watch it back even oh, and go, Jesus, I could have done no, this or could the, have done that. The, yeah, I, yeah. I, I know when it's happening. Mm. And there are days that, I remember I was reading A.P. McCoy's book and he was 20 times champion jockey in Britain. And he was riding in this f- two pound race out in market raisin, right? On a, 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 a no hopper. Mm. And he, got out, he lost the race and he didn't win it. And, he, and he, he was so down on himself after that he couldn't wait to get out of bed the following morning to go up to Utoxeter to win the next race. <laughs> and I can feel that when I'm doing a show. And I do, we do 170 Today shows. And there is not a day where I don't come off saying, OK, I could have done that better. But I won't look back at it. But I know exactly what yeah. in my own head. And so the, you're fairly, you're, you'd, be f- you'd be fairly critical of your own... I'd, be, I, I'd know where I, I, should, I should have done a bit better. Mm. And... The day you stop checking yourself like that, particularly with the Today Show, mm. no more than the Ian Dempsey show with you and Ian in the morning, like mm. you're on there every day, like, and the pieces you're doing with the show, yeah, and you're saying, okay, that didn't work. Why didn't it work? That's exactly right. And and some and sometimes I, I can't speak for you. I, I I'm doing. I'm in the middle of something. Going, I really need to up this here now. Yeah, just oh. to go. And sometimes you do, and sometimes you don't. And you just say, okay, there's two minutes gone and we'll ride this out and where we go. And yeah. you just come back to the, that thing the following day to, okay, I'm going, I'm going at it this way now to yeah. do it properly. No, properly in my own head. People, people they, other people mightn't think, other people might think it's fine, but in my own head, okay, I can push myself. Yeah. And when you're doing shows every day, you need that. Because yeah. otherwise you just fall back and you're behind. People are always surprised when I tell them um, I'm nervous before yeah. I go on to do a live show in the morning yeah. with Ian or whatever. And they don't understand that. And yeah. a lot, well, some of them don't understand that. And I think it's perfectly normal. I mean, it's for, part of, it's but, part but of it's the perfect pay. normal for a million different reasons. Yeah, uh, nervous must mean I care. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm a little bit worried about it. Yeah. Um, well, see, I think people use the word nerves, in, 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 and it's more apprehend, to be apprehensive more than nervous. Mm. Like, say, for instance, will I be nervous before the rose tree? I won't say nervous, mm. but I'd say I'm apprehensive because there's lots happening here. I want to make sure the rose goes on stage. She's happy there and she comes on. Yeah. Uh, the director, the producer, we've all put a lot of time into it. Mm. We have a lot of party pieces prepared. I want everything to happen well. So are you apprehensive? Yes, very much so. Mm. The only time I'm nervous is that if I'm unprepared. Mm. And if I'm unprepared, you have no business being unprepared down there like. Yeah, you'll I know. be found out they'll, they'll, they'll catch you out in the first two minutes like. yeah. but, and that keeps but it's funny it actually how having uh, taking on a kind of an empathetic role to that job the Rosa Shirley job will work yeah. so if your kind of frame of mind is I want everything to be good for them the yeah. Roses the yeah. girls to come on and I want them to feel absolutely happy out that they feel they're in a yeah. good place that's, that's, that's getting <clears> through your job but having but by showing a measure of empathy as well I'll, I'll tell you Marion this is no word of a lie mm. this isn't BS no or anything mm. right I'm the least important person inside in the dome. Yeah. And I mean that. No. I, like say, I, I'm, I'm doing lots of interviews all week and the week before. Yeah. That's my part of it, right? When we go down to Tralee, it's all about them. It's all about the Rose to make sure they're happy. She, the, the Rose is recep- representing herself, her family, her Irish community, be it here in Ireland or in America. It's very important for them. So for me, 
once they go up on stage happy and down happy, I'm delighted then. Yeah. Job is done. I'm like the, I'm like the referee on the Monday. If there's no one talking about the referee on Monday, he's done a good job. That's right. Yeah, it's a yeah, bit like that. Yeah. For 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 I, I think for there's loads of reasons, but I think most people kind of you don't have to answer this now, but I think most people feel you're the best that's done the job. And it's because I think that you're there's a mixture between being comfortable around women yeah. for some reason. I, I, well, I don't know why that is necessarily. I mean, you're, you, we know Dahi, you're a handsome, yeah. nice well, guy, but and quite charming. But um, you're com- you seem to be comfortable around women and seem to have that nice level of curiosity as well. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Like, so you have to be a bit of a flirt as well. Yeah. You know, and like... Say, a little bit of mischief. A bit of mischief, yeah. but at the same time, harmless though. Hmm. You know, and uh, I'm not a threat <laughs> to anyone. Great. Yeah, lovely. You know, I'm not, I love like, being described yourself as that. I'm, just, like, say, I'm harmless I'm, like. But I'm not a threat to I'm any, not a threat to I'm anybody, Your Honour. And where you go. And, yeah. uh, and, but, you, but you go in then, but so like, again, like... You have to you have to take care of these roles on stage again. It comes it does come back to that yeah. to make sure that because see we're doing it every day. This is the thing. Yeah, and it's like I said, this is, they're like fish out of water in one sense. So you have to make sure that it's a it's it's a good it's a good time for yeah. me and it's a safe place for them to be. Yeah, it all started for you around. This is from this is from Patrick's notes as well because mm-hmm. he was just reminding me that in, it was 1999, wasn't it? Going around in a, a boat. Yeah, I was working on I was working on the ferry boats out of the Blasket Islands, and we were coming to the end of the summer. And when you say working on the ferry boats, you were just driving a boat around. Ah, uh, well, there, there were two big ferry boats, so I was I was Guides. kind of uh, collect. I was money collector on the big one, and then I was the driver of the small one. <laughs> the driver of the small one. Yeah, yeah. and because uh, you couldn't land the boats inside the Blasket Islands, you had to transfer the passengers down. Yeah. So you obviously met lots of people. There, loads of you? people. It was a great. It was a really, really no, lovely job. And you're yeah. in, in the. It's kind of Rosa Trilly on a boat. Rosa Trilly. Yeah. Well, you're minding lots of people. Yeah, yeah. Where do so, you come from yourself? How are you loving? Yeah, yeah. Where's the escort? Oh, he's throwing himself into the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, so yeah, it started, and then it was coming to the end of the summer, and somebody asked me, "Would you be interested in going on the weather on TG Cahar?" And I said, "What do you mean, like?" As in going on the weather, I said, "Well, I'm." <laughs> didn't understand the English. Well, I said, "I said, but why would you even approach me?" It's like somebody said, "Would you like to go to Mexico?" Now there's a plane leaving. Going, oh jeez, we'll go on. We'll right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was going teaching as well. So I, I hadn't, uh, I'd hit, finished my degree. So I never became a qualified teacher. I'm not qualified at anything. Mm. This is the well, thing. you've a BA though. That's it, like yeah, yeah. and which is getting smaller yeah. with all these roles <laughs> I'm meeting. So. Uh, I got a job teaching and on the weather at the same time on mm. TG Carr at the weekends. And any young teacher will tell you that you need a kind of a, a prop up job at the weekend to, to start paying the bills along with your teaching when you start out because the money isn't great. Mm. So I started doing that and all of a sudden, bit by bit, I was there every second weekend and I was there every weekend. Yep. And then I got the HDIP course to become a teacher in Maynooth and in Queens and Belfast the same week. And I got a full-time job in TG Cahar. So I went for the full-time job in TG Cahar. My mother said, are you mad? I said, look, I'm going to chance it like. I had nothing to lose. And I'm there ever since. I was, mm-hmm. But I've been very lucky with stuff that fell into my lap, like, mm-hmm. you know, with different shows and so on and so yeah. forth. Where that came from, I don't know. There's always a bit of luck in it. You know? yeah, that's that's yeah. the other side of it. Tell us about that American thing again, the whole American trip. That was, was it Route 66? Route 66 yeah. was the first one. Yeah, okay. And then we did the Blues Highway the second year where yeah. we went from Louisiana all the way past Chicago. Yeah. And uh, we met some crazy people like Chuck Berry and um, uh, Benny King. And uh, Percy Sledge, and we were at Percy Sledge concert, yeah. and uh, after so we interviewed him, and uh, so he was chatting about uh, picking cotton when he was young fellas in the field. This mm. is unbelievable stuff, like mm. you know. So he was halfway through the chat, and I said, "Jeez, Percy, give us no blast, will you?" He said, "When a man loves a woman, 
It was just like it was the record. Like I said, this was just the same thing, basically. The same thing. And yeah, it was yeah. brilliant. So Total we pro. Absolute yeah, pro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the following morning, and we were all chatting, Percy Islet, she's a horse and cat of a man. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so we, we were walking past IHOP, you know, the, the house of international pancakes. Who was inside yeah. only Percy Sledge? Oh, a Percy. Could have done that. Percy. So geez, Percy called us in anyway. So geez, there we had pancakes with Percy in the morning. Let's, and we were like, this is unbelievable. But I was the craziest one, the last, we did Route 66, Highway 61. We did kind of Dahi's Honky Tonk Heroes. We're all country music uh, legends. We did 10 docs of documentaries. And the last one then was uh, on Route 1 from Fort Kent in Maine all the way down to the Keys in Florida. So we met Brendan Grace anyway in a place called Jupiter, Florida. Oh, yeah. So Brendan was living That's where Tiger Woods lives. That's right, yeah. Well, yeah. So we were chatting away. So next second, we were having dinner with Brendan. Brendan turned around head as, would you like an interview with Burt Reynolds? Oh, yeah. Who Burt Reynolds from the movie or Burt Reynolds from Ballyferrell or which like <laughs> there's a no Burt Reynolds he lives here as well there was some connection so anyway did he know Burt we, they, they knew each other so anyway two o'clock the following day we were doing an interview with Burt Reynolds inside inside in his house cool so we were sitting down and like he was one of the nicest people ever. yeah so we had 20 minutes with him so after 20 minutes his PA comes in and said Mr Reynolds uh, the 20 minutes said, no these guys are cool so geez, yeah. we grew a foot and we heard this like yeah. Burt Reynolds calling you cool but geez, I'll never forget he reenacted the scene from Deliverance. Yes. The scene from Deliverance. Squeal like a pig. He was roaring. He was roaring at the ground in front of us as part of the interview. Was he? This was, at the end, I, I spoke to him for about an hour and a half and at the end I, I'd say, boss, what colour jocks are you wearing? Because I've asked you everything else. <laughs> so, <laughs> he was there. He said, um, I said avert. A, avert a, a wall. <laughs> avert a wall. And, uh, so, uh, would you like to have tea or coffee before you go? I said, yes, we would, of course. Into yeah. Bort Reynolds' kitchen, drinking tea and coffee. Yeah. And you're there thinking, this is the most, this is the craziest thing we've ever done. Like. Yeah. He ended up teaching an awful lot of acting during yeah. the end of his career. Yeah. He was an acting teacher. Yeah. He was, was, ph- there, he was phenomenally interested in this, in the whole acting method. Yeah. He, he was such a nice, he was, we were getting hugs from him and everything mm. going. It was just like, geez, this is just great. And Brendan was there as well. Greg Crack and poor old Brendan Grace at the same time, you know? Huh? Brendan Grace is with yeah, us as well. Yeah. Brendan came for the came for the journey. Oh, he just, he he just hung around. Well, like, yeah. I've had my fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, K- Kerry, uh, was, did you do one about porn as well? No. Did you not? Was that something that was, I'm, See, I confuse you sometimes. I'm yeah. thinking of ones that Louis Theroux might have done. Yeah. Is that, no, was that Dotty or Louis no, Theroux? No, they wouldn't allow me doing the porn ones, you know. <laughs> Yeah, because, well, well, see, I was coming up, but I see, and I was talking to him about it one time, and I said, "Look, we have all the Irish phraseology for it and everything, you know." So, like Bud Brega. Oh God, here we yeah. go now. This is where Dahi does that. Yeah. Now, Bud Brega, folks, this is brilliant. Yeah, Bud Brega. Okay, so Bud, break it up. Bud is the Irish word. Well, I wouldn't want to break it up, but Bud is the Irish word for penis. Penis, yeah, Bud. Right, and Brega. Brega, like Bregon, Bregon, toy. toys, yeah. So a toy penis. Toy penis. Oh yeah. my God! There we have it. Yeah, it's Bud a vibrator. Brega, a vibrator, yeah. A vibrator. Yeah, Mo vibrator. Mo a vibrator. A vibrator. And then there was another one. Then there was a fella told me years ago that he. Bud Brega, folks. Bud Brega. The next yeah. one then, a fr- a f- I won't say a friend of mine, he got the Bula Boss one night after being out. The Bula Boss? Yeah. Well, that's the, the clap, right? The clap. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Stop! He got me! Yeah. He got yeah. the bula boss. The, yeah. That's Tony Fenton's land, that is. <laughs> oh, dude. Sorry, now you're in Tony Fenton territory. If only he was still alive, he goes, Dude, did you hear about Liam? So, no. He got the bula boss. 
<laughs> yeah, and say, I know a, a, another friend of mine, a female friend, and she doesn't like getting them, but she got a, a picky on Vicky. A picky on Vicky. Yeah. A picky on Vicky. A picky. Picky? No. A dick pick. <laughs> a picky on Vicky. A picky on Vicky. Oh, Jesus Christ! It, it just That's shows great. like when the Irish language is changing, yeah. it's still alive. So that was one of the that was one of the points we have. Like, say, I'd sit down with a few friends sometimes. We start coming up with these well, it's, it's, terms. It, like. Exactly, but I mean, all these Irish words, a lot of these Irish words, they use. They're kind of. Um, they're kind of descriptive, descriptive, but functional <laughs> yeah, as they well. Are, yeah, so, yeah. for example, they do what they say on the tin. Yeah. So, for example, a bat in Irish is not called a bat. Yeah. I think it's called a, a skihan leather, leather, yeah, yeah. which is leather wings. Leather wings, yeah. That's all yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you know. Uh, and uh, the, so one of the Irish words for an owl is a count cut, which means a cat's head. But if you see it in the dark, yeah, all you see is a cat's head. It looks like a like, cat's yeah. head. So they're very descriptive, but they were yeah. always like that. And the language was always very functional like that. But when you come into 2022, you need to come up with stuff like Vicky on Vicky and Umbola Boss. And, and the clap. They're all sexually kind of the they are, yeah. Are you sure you didn't do the no, porn one? <laughs> it's on the floor somewhere. <laughs> along along oh, with my dignity. Oh, Jesus. Picky on Vicky. That is, I, I love that one. But you got me on the Bula Boss because I knew what the Bula Boss was. And I was there like, and that's what he was talking about all along. The Bula Boss. Yeah. Yeah, the, whole, the, the whole audience had the Bula Boss. Yeah, the whole audience. Give them the Bula Boss yeah. there, folks. They had the port on. What's the port on? The crabs. <laughs> the crabs. How did this go? Oh from? my god! Oh my god! Dahi. very good, very good. Dahi, listen, tell yes. me about Kerry people. Yes, I, I don't know if you can because I, 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 I've had a few Cork guests on, yeah. and they explain Cork ishness or mm-hmm. Cork, Cork, the greatness of Cork, or the yeah. difference in Cork. The fact that, for example, you know there is a certain. There is a certain otherness about Cork, yeah, isn't there? A swagger. Oh, there is. There's but the no, but Republic. An otherness. Yeah. Exactly. Coming yeah. from the rebels, the yeah. People's Republic. Yeah. No, I won't. Yeah. Uh, you will, but I won't. Yeah. Or we won't. We're, because we are different. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, Cork and Kerry share a, a lot, a big boundary. Yeah. But, 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 but what would you say are, d- define, is there any, have you ever thought about that or what defines? I, ha- I haven't really. Mm-hmm. And uh, like say, in Kerry, a lot of it comes down to football. Yeah. And, uh, Thankfully, we've uh, we have the Sam Maguire again, mm. which is a kind of a red rag to any Cork bull. Mm. And uh, but no, I, I I don't really think mm. things like that. Really, I I think I, I don't see people as Corky. To be fair, I don't. I mean, the cliche is the yeah. cute whore, isn't it? Oh, the cute whore, like yeah. But like that's like we're born with that. Like mm. like you can't expect me to tell you what that's about. Because like. <laughs> you're too cute. Of, that's part of the cute yeah, whoreism yeah, of yeah, the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but there is like say, I, I think a Kerry fellow will get away with a lot more than maybe somebody from another county with the cute whoreism and the way we speak. Well, there's I just want to ask yeah. you a question. Maybe we've identified something there. Yeah. You know the way like when you see Irish people, um, you know this idea that when you see a group of Irish Irish people in America or yeah. something, real Irish people, yeah. as in not 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 people who think. They're Irish and they're American. I mean, Irish people in America. And you see somebody, I remember seeing in England and Ireland and everything in America, you see a load of people laughing and then there's a fella in the middle and you go, no question about it. The fella in the middle is the Irish fella. And he has them all wrapped around their finger. And, you know, more often than not, you're right. And he's kind of entertaining them, but he's kind of taking the piss out of them as well. (laughs) Right? But that's an Irish person. But I would say... Now that I think about it, nobody is more sarcastic potentially than a Kerry fella. Because mm-hmm. even if you hear the Healy Rays, yeah. particularly Michael, yeah. 
Michael, you wouldn't know where he's going in a sentence yeah. sometime. He say, so he'll say something like, like I can see now you, you're the very intelligent fella there and yeah. I know I have a greatest of respect for you yeah. and you know what, I've been studying you and you're a wonderful fella yeah. and you don't know where am I being taken well, you know to what's, this like? Well, a Kerry fella tell you exactly what happened. There's a kick in the hole coming right after yeah. it. Like, and yeah. I remember watching Michael one time. He was, I think, pretty sure it was on the Little Age and somebody asked him a question and his answer was, I pity your mother and father who worked so hard sending you to college. <laughs> And you're going, Jesus Christ Almighty! Like so, that's that, a take down, That was yeah. the start of it, and yeah. it went on then, like you know. But see, I suppose part of the you, you've, you've quite to, sarcastic. There's a sarcasm there, but also like you have to you have to remember what we were brought up with Kerryman jokes. We were always the butt of the also, jokes. Also, you won't figure me out. There's a bit of that, but like say your your back was against the wall as a, as a, with the Kerryman jokes thing, I suppose. But if you go international and say the Irishman was the the fall mm. guy, if you like, so the Kerryman was the fall guy as well, mm. as would the cabin man be. Mm. So th- I think that gives a bit of as well. But I do I do think say the stories and the fun, the turn of phrase that was all kind of handed down in a kind of a I won't say a folklore, maybe in a folklore way, but in a very kind of Whatever about the education, oh boy, you come with me and I'll show you how to do it. Like, mm. see, I remember I was playing cards with, with the young fellow one day, and I was saying this on, on, on RT. You're a young fellow, yeah. And I was, I was teaching him. Well, I was, I was, I was cheating. Mm. And one person called into to why was Dahi showing his son how to cheat? I, I said, you're looking at it in the wrong way. I was teaching him how to spot a cheat. Yeah, you know. So it's the it's the way you look at it. Yeah. But it's 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 so hard to explain because this all happened naturally for us. We were all we always kind of were aware of what was happening around us because we, we drank in pubs where an 18-year-old drank with a fellow who was 80 and everyone in between. That's interesting, isn't you know, it? Yeah. So you're not, not alone. Are you Was the 80-year-old part of what's happening in the disco that he hasn't been there in 60 years? You have the 18-year-old taking a lot of stuff from him as well. And, that and is, it was a two-way street. And like, so you can go to any college in the country, you won't get that. Like. No. And, that, and that's the way we were brought up. And we were brought up in English and Irish. Like I never spoke English to my father, never spoke Irish to my mother. And even when Rita moved over, first my mother spoke English to my father. My father spoke English, Irish English back to my uh, mother. So you you and your dad communicated exclusively in, in Irish, Irish, yeah. And your mom and yourself did it in English, in English yeah. And how did your mom and your dad? My mother spoke English to my father. My father spoke Irish back to my mother. Did he yeah. really? Yeah. He, he, like, I'd say some things were lost in translation there. Not one bit. <laughs> <laughs> The mother was the boss. It was as simple as that. But, it doesn't matter what language uh, it's in. Uh, it, was, it was hilarious. Neil, uh, yes, Neil, 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 yeah. doesn't matter. Hawkeye. Hawkeye. <laughs> but I'll never forget, like, my, my mother, like, Jesus, like, she, she'd still take a fella down. My mother's 79 years of age and she'd take you down a few rungs all the time. But I remember, it's only as being a father now and say, fellow who went out, go for a good few pints. You know, if you were sick from Porter, only one thing to do was, like, go for a few the following afternoon. Like, Jesus, never jump off the top of a ladder, work your way down. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> So, so this is the hair of the, the dog. The hair of the dog, like yeah, work your way down the ladder. I'll never forget. I was there. But my father was back in the recliner, you know, and uh, I was on the couch, and he was getting fidgety. And I said, "This fellow's got to make a move any second now, right?" And he was kind of looking over at my mother. My mother was knitting and watching the TV at the same time, right? So the, the, the other way, the, the, the recliner comes down with, with, with a bit of a clap, you know, yeah, the bit of a bull of boss, if you like, <laughs> <laughs> not that type of bull of boss. But uh, anyway. Jesus, I'll go for a pint, says my father. And my mother didn't even look at him, boy. She said, you do what you want, boy. She said, I won't hang you, but I'll give you the rope to do it. <laughs> the fucking rec- she's knitting. The recliner went back up again. He and just, the yeah, he stayed pushed. That was it, like, yeah. He she, didn't make a, his a, move. A, a life lesson there, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He made the first opening move oh, yeah, and he, then he yeah, pulled he back. It, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He retracted he the horns. Hand, put his hand out and got slapped, boy. He pulled the horns yeah, yeah, up yeah. on the recliner. Oh, again. She has a life lesson there, like, yeah, yeah. 
brilliant. Yeah, my mother comes from a tough breed. It fits you, breed. Fits it sounded like a. It sounded like a kind of uh, a piece of the field with with oh, John it was like, yeah, yeah. and the bull and the yeah. wife who haven't spoken in thirty years. Yeah, that was it. Like, and then yeah. he says, yeah. "I'll offer a pint." Yeah, and she says, "I'll give you the rub time." Yeah. and he says, "Campbell, Campbell, <laughs> Yank, go, go home, home, Yank." That's Rita. What? Well, sorry. <laughs> Go home. Yeah. She's, there She's actually night. at home at the moment. So. Jesus. Um, and at the end of the Rose of Chile, yes. are, you, are you permitted to, to say this? What you the the, the 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 what you do at the end of the Rose of Chile? Go drinking. Oh yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Tell me, what does this mean? That means it's Sunday morning. It's half eleven, and I'm knocking on the door of a pub. And he's going to open it for you. Yeah. And you know this pub. Oh yeah. This barman knows you. Packed, like. And he's going to get let you in. Yeah. And you're going to drink your fill. Oh yeah, I'll have a, yeah, I'll have to. It's good for you. It's good yeah, to do it yeah. like. So I always do it the day after the rose of Chile. You go in and you drink, you drink, you drink a good gallon anyway. I would, yeah, yeah. and then yeah, yeah, pretty much. And, but also like any proper carry man, yeah, home for your dinner in the evening. Oh, always home, like yeah, oh. always home. And then the next day again, half measure the following day. Down off ba- the ladder, back <laughs> off the ladder. Take your time, and that's it. Then I've enough done. That's brilliant. Yeah, it's yeah. it's. Uh, There's the, something kind of Native American Indian about that. Do, do you know what? I remember the first time I I, I was telling you about this. It was it was a, <laughs> a pub, a certain pub in Galway. I won't mention it. And uh, when Rita would go away to America, sure, you go out on a Saturday night and sure Sunday morning, she'd just be hanging like mm. you know. But you like say so you're going in to cure yourself in one sense, but you're also going in because there's a load of rogues inside there as well. And I was a knock on the door anyway. And this gentleman used to come out and and. She's away. I said, she is petty. <laughs> She'd know, he'd know Rita was gone if I was going to the pub that hour of the day. Like. But you'd go in. And you know the nice thing about it? All the blinds would be pulled, right? And it'd be dark. Yeah. And it was like two fingers of the world outside. We're having port or at half 11 in the morning. Yeah. And the crack would be inside. There could be 20 people inside there. Yeah. And then at around uh, half 12, they'd open the door again and yeah. we'd all join in. And yeah. uh, do you know, there was a niceness about it because like say, you'd, you'd, you may only have two drinks that time of the day and, but you're meeting again old fellas like people yeah. who went to mass yeah. who always went for two or three drinks after uh, and it's, that's their time particularly all the people who, who live on their own as well that's their opportunity to, to talk to people and see what's out there as well yeah. and then the, the fellow from the television coming in as well so they thought it was hilarious altogether yeah, yeah, they didn't yeah. care whether I was on television or fixing television so <laughs> you, were, you, were, you were there for the crack I remember once I asked Vincent Brown he said we were doing a little TV thing together and he says, can I interview you? He said, and um, I said, no, 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 I don't want to be interviewed by you. I want to do you on the TV. <laughs> and all right, yeah. And I went, uh, but we can do something. And I said, Come on. I said, oh, I said how's, he said, um, how's Thursday? And I went, no, I can't do Thursday. And he says, I said, how's Friday? I can come in on Friday. I went, no, I can't do Friday. And I went, um, why, why can't you do Friday, Vincent? He went, I drink on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> but he said it with such, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, he said it with such manifest yeah. straightness, yeah. dead panicness. I love it. Yeah. And, and there was no I drink on Friday yeah. and I went <clears throat> so I actually pursued him yeah. and I went what do you mean you drink on Friday what what do you mean what do I do what do I do what do you mean what do you mean what he actually said what do you mean what do you mean <laughs> and I went yeah, what do you mean you drink I drink I go I got, I, I got absolutely slaughtered yeah. uh, and I went alright yeah, yeah so I suppose to and then he just kind of went he's got a mixture of his eyes and he went to delete the files. <laughs> <laughs> so he basically, it's a kind of a... Wipe. Wipe. <laughs> wipe. It's the amount of information he'd have in his head. So he just wants to delete all these files. But you, but you need it. And you, reboot. You need some kind of balance though. Yeah. You need, you need to balance well, it Well, we all have our... I think what I'm saying is we all have our own ways. Yeah. 
100% like, you know yeah. but uh, work for the guy in yeah, Offaly exactly. like, work for him like, and who are we to tell him to do, any, any, uh, to do it any other way exactly it's as simple as that exactly and he was deleting his files yeah, that was and, it, like, and rebooting yeah. uh, and cleaning the slate for the, for the, for the next wouldn't mind for, if you deleted a few files Mario next time yeah <laughs> <laughs> they can't be, they'll always pop up on I know <laughs> um, and you're redoing your house no, so you're doing is, a house this is a, you're doing a cottage uh, it's a small little cottage yeah mm. and um, I'm doing it myself though Oh. Along with along with a, a local builder as well, but I'm I'm helping as much as I can. Again, it's good for the head, like out and about. Yeah, we've seen it on Instagram. Yeah, so um, I don't know when it'll be finished. Mm. There's no end date or anything, but um, I bought the front door for fifty quid, and I got a frame for one hundred and fifty. Um, I bought two windows for four hundred quid. They were quoting me three and a half thousand for the two windows. Is it about to? Out you go, lads. Right, you got them down to four hundred. No, I got them from second hand ones. They're perfect. Yeah. So um, I've a, I've a shed then full of I've beds and I have toilets and I have sinks and everything that I got secondhand from other people. They'll all go. And did you them. learn stuff on oh, the yeah, internet or I got online? Stuff on the internet and I, there was there were neighbours throwing out beds. I took them in lockers, took them all with me to go into this place as well. So you've been kind of hoarding stuff. Yeah, I've been hoarding stuff things. as well. Like yeah, um, I I may or may not have stolen the back door out of a skip. I mean, relieved the skip of the door. Okay. But it wasn't attached to it. Yeah. But that was going to But did you learn any anyway. official joinery or anything like that? Or did you. Define official, no. Oh, well, yeah. Did you. Like, for example. I'm not doing any wiring You know, Mon- you know Moncon McGann? I know him. I yeah. love Moncon yeah, McGann. Great guy. And you know Moncon McGann constructed and built his own, ta- in yeah. his own house. Yeah. In the and obviously he did a lot in the Midlands. Yeah. And obviously he did a lot of research online yeah. to do that. And he, you know, so he did. He kind of did actual building work. Yeah. Well, I, I, do- there's a builder doing the real building work. Mm. But um, I'm there as well. And I'm kind of doing the wheeling and dealing with kind of uh, getting windows and doors. But I enjoy that. You're sort of the producer. I'm the kind of Dell boy. (laughs) You're the gopher. Don't be calling me producer. (laughs) That's exactly what I am, the gopher. Gopher. But you know what? It's just something so different to what we're doing every day of the week. And it's something that I really, really enjoy. And why are you doing this? For myself, because it's just something I always wanted to do. Yeah, but this will be like a hobby turned little house for you. Uh, well, probably where, I, where I'll end up retiring in, 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 in really? 20 or 30 years' yeah, time. Really? But it's a, it, it was a and shed. And where is it? It's in, uh, it's in South Galway. Mm. So, like, like, it, give us a few uh, landmarks. Uh, Gort. Gort. Right. Gort. So, for example, this was a shed that was falling down. Like yeah. There was a house in the 1800s that had... 13 people living there in the 1800s, right? Jesus, this would have been a famine yeah, central situation. This, this is it, situation. like. So the rent back that time was a penny a week. Mm. And on, on the whole road, there Did was... Did you a, find out about it? There were over 600 people living there, yet. So... Yeah, it, this, of course, was... This is famine times, like. But yeah. also, this was when when, ta- when hundreds of thousands yeah, the, of the people thing, lived yeah. in, in, in the country. There's probably, about thir- there's probably about 20 or 30 people living in the same area. Yeah, there was yeah. 660. So, do, you, do you find so? Do you find as well, so just to slightly yeah. change the point, do you find because of the cost of houses yeah. and everything do you find any that there are people in any way returning to I think the, they are the yeah and, and I think I think the whole lockdown gave people an opportunity mm. and then like woohoo I know this mightn't be anything to any city slickers listening to this but we got fibre broadband last Friday into the house as in into, wired sorry, broadband into your house yeah into the house at home yeah We're, we live out the country right this is unreal oh is it this is, 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 this, is, is this unheard of 
Well, it's, it's, it's been held up because it's been, it's been rolled up. But this is, this, is un, this is unbelievable stuff. Like, mm. There's no losing connection now or anything. You're wired in. I couldn't believe it. The phone the last day. Five, five bars mm. on the phone. So you have this now? We have it since yeah. Friday. Yeah. And uh, the whole, like, it's going, it's going. So it is being rolled out. It's been rolled out. Like, mm. yeah. No, I've been speaking to people in there. It, there's 2024 for them. It just depends where you are. Yeah, yeah. But um, it came Friday and we, we were just delighted. This, like, is, this, is, this, is, this is big. This is big radically thing. improved your quality huge, of life. Huge, like, mm. absolutely huge. Mm. Like, say, for people working from home like if you want to get people out of the cities that's one of the ways with broadband and houses like like there are people see towns all around Ireland there are smaller towns beautiful towns after losing their post offices and guard stations and everything because people aren't there like you need to get people back in there do you know what I mean get people back into these houses get people back into these villages fill the place with broadband and help people like, mm. you know? otherwise like say the thing about some of our city planning you know planners do their own job like but they're going out like they're, they're, why aren't they going up like they're mm. going to keep going out. It's something that's got to stop eventually. Like, mm. so we need to kind of look at that as well. Mm. And it's like, funny the bo- the broadband is in, is such a no brainer. It's huge, like, but it, like say I I just can't tell you how happy I was last Friday where your man says you have it. It's there. It's in. It's connected. Yeah. We're there. We're wired into you, the network, like straight online for the Bula Boss. Like Bula Boss, it comes up straight away. There's no kind of buffering. <laughs> egg Bula Boss, all you know. Picky and Vicky. <laughs> Picky and Vicky. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, Pascal Dunn who's on the line say hello to him oh Pascal how are you Thank, t- thanks for, for spending all the money on the rural broadband Pascal that's no problem at all um, Dahi. and it's a pleasure talking to you and it's a pleasure and I'm really looking forward to you talking to the Roses uh, on, on Monday and Tuesday isn't it t- Monday and Tuesday Monday and Tuesday Pascal. really looking forward to that just a small issue if you don't mind okay. um, nothing to do with sounds the, serious nothing, no nothing to do okay? with the Bula Boss or the Bicky and Vicky did you ever um, have... Oh, no, please, please, okay, please. If I, you know, it's just something to do. It's a small matter concerning your online revenue account information and the status of the cottage. <laughs> the status of the cottage yes. and how it has yeah. been classed as a business expense. Yeah. I think you'll find that's a no-no. I think, I think you'll find that's a no-no. Well, and there won't be any Hawkeye. Oh, Neil. Neil. It's a, it's a straight Neil, I'm afraid. Is it? Is it's it? A straight Oh, Neil. well, no, Pascal, I can show you all the in- invoices you want really? to if you'd like to. Yeah, there's no problem. Okay, you're not doing big any. Big fault Not doing big fault yeah. Okay, you're not doing anything no, tricky no, there. Not at all. No, no sure tricky Mickey's. Board? <laughs> no tricky Vicky. No tricky Vicky's and shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, all planning permission above board and everything. A Pascal. Brilliant. A Fascal. A Fascal. That's great. I haven't heard that one. Yeah, that's a Fascal. A Fascal. A Fascal, yeah. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Okay, thank, just checking. Thank you, Pascal. Is everything's Thanks, above board. Yeah, everything's above board. Thank yeah. you very Thank much, Dahi. Good luck next week. You'd love to see him coming, wouldn't you? Jeez, he's, he's, he's nothing. Misses nothing. He must follow me on Twitter, it says. He does. He follows a lot of us on yes, Twitter. Sir. Yeah, he's very active on Twitter. Yeah, great for the music and the books and all that sort of stuff. He's he's fantastic. Um, Michal Marhartig is on the line. Say ah, that. Michal, can you I'm very well, Dahi. Dahi, I wanted to ask you, um, why did you never play the football? Well, I played underage, all right, for the Goethe Club at home, but I never made it. I wasn't good enough to make it on the Kerry team. You must have been the only O'Shea. <laughs> never. To that's to me, to Kerry T. The Sean O'Shea. Paddy O'Shea. I know. Dara. Dara O'Shea. Tomas O'Shea. Mickey O'Shea. Yeah. Tricky Vicky O'Shea. Tricky Mickey Vicky O'Shea. O'Shea. What went wrong? Went wrong. 
Too much time on the bud, Brega. <laughs> <laughs> Dai, listen, um, have a great time at the Rose. It's Thanks, going to be Mario. great to see you back. We'll really, truly know we're back in the land of the living. Well, I'll be watching. Thanks, and, Mario. Uh, we'll be back to normal. And listen, thanks. And you're sound in great form. And you look great as well. Ardar. Ardar. Thanks a million to Dahi for joining me um, for my latest podcast. Don't forget to watch Dahi on the Rose of Tralee this Monday and Tuesday night for both legs. Uh, unless you're listening to this interview after that date, in which case I hope you watched it and I hope you enjoyed it. Same time, same place. See you next week. Bye, folks. <laughs>